0: Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From cat naps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi, welcome back to Sleep Cues. One of the most common questions that I get is, if you could only give parents one piece of advice For what they should focus on when it comes to their child's sleep, what would it be? And my answer will always be focus on proper wake windows. So we are going to spend today's episode talking about what we call awake time or wake windows. What does that mean? Wake windows are the amount of time your baby can be awake before they are getting tired again and need to be put down for sleep. Simply put. But there's a lot more to it than that. When we're talking about wake windows, we need to look very closely at your child's age, especially in the first seven to eight months of life. Your child's wake windows change a lot and we need to be aware of that so we're not letting our baby get overtired before they're going down for sleeps and we're not missing when we should be increasing our baby's awake time so that they have enough sleep pressure for their naps and for their nighttime sleep. So we really want to educate ourselves about what our child's appropriate wake windows are at each age so that we can maximize great sleep for them. Newborns can really only handle about 45 to 60 minutes of awake time at a time. It doesn't sound like very much time, does it? You know what? There's a reason that we say newborns kind of just eat, sleep, and poop because that's really all there is time for in the day. Your newborn is already getting very tired again, pretty much the moment they wake up. And after about 45 to 60 minutes, they are quite tired and need to be sleeping again. So when your child is in the newborn stage, we're pretty much waking up, having a diaper change, having a feed, probably having another diaper change because we probably had a blowout during the feed, and then maybe playing around for a couple of minutes with mom or dad, and then going back down for another sleep again. There's not a lot of time for anything else in your child's wake window at that young age. When your child starts to exit the newborn stage, around 14 weeks of age, we're going to bump up those awake times just a little bit. So now we're probably going to be looking at about an hour and a quarter to an hour and a half of awake time, leading up to those naps we really want to respect this at this age for a 14 week old 15 to 30 minutes can make a very big difference between a child who is fine to go down for sleep and not overtired and a child who's kind of in meltdown mode because we've gone over their wake window and now they are suddenly very overtired and really showing it so we want to keep wake windows still pretty short at this age As your child gets a little bit older, between four and five months of age, they are going to be able to handle yet a little more awake time. So maybe we'll be doing somewhere between an hour and a half and two hours at that age. This is also where we often start to see children transition from four naps to three naps, is between this four and five month age range. In future episodes, we're going to get into a lot of information about nap transitions. Today, I really want to focus on those wake windows because that's the first thing we want to look at when we are deciding when to put baby down. And then nap transitions often come pretty naturally when we're aware of what baby's appropriate wake windows should be. Children between about five and seven to eight months of age are usually on a pretty good three-nap schedule. Wake windows at that age, though, Are going to be more like two to two and a half hours. I also want you to remember something very important, and that's not all babies are exactly the same as their neighbors. Every baby is a little bit different than the next, and one baby might be ready for more awake time at five months of age, and we bump up to around two hours. The next baby might not be ready for that quite yet, and they bump up their awake times. A little bit closer to six months. So don't fret if you've educated yourself about awake times, but it doesn't really seem like your baby's quite there yet. Or your baby maybe moves up to a new awake time a little sooner than your friend's baby. Try not to compare. These are guidelines, and you really need to watch your child's tired signs in combination with what you've educated yourself on in terms of awake times to determine what your individual baby's proper awake times are at each age. So now we've reached around eight months and we're seeing two, two and a half hours. Doesn't really seem to work for my baby anymore. He doesn't really seem to be tired enough at that point. Now we're going to bump up to around two and a half to three hours of wake time at eight months of age. And we're going to hang on to that until we're probably around 11, 12 months. At that point, we're still gonna be on a two nap schedule, but maybe we can handle a little more like three to four hours of awake time when we were around the 11 12 month mark and then we hang on to that until we're somewhere between about 16 and 18 months of age and at that point we transition to one nap a day and we start looking at more of a by the clock schedule when we are on one nap a day so under one nap a day when your child is still having two three four naps in the day we're looking very closely at wake windows and trying to schedule the day based on wake windows rather than on the exact same time on the clock every day Once your child is on one nap a day, really a lot of the variables are gone. There's only one nap in the day, that's just one variable each day, so we can go with a little more of a by-the-clock schedule. So maybe we're up around six or seven, we have our nap at noon every day, and we're in bed every night around seven. For a child who has just kind of entered toddler mode and is on a one-nap schedule, that would be great. But prior to that, when we're having more naps and there are more variables in the day, we wanna allow the day to shift a little bit and focus on awake times rather than the exact same time on the clock every day a lot of parents will ask me what's more important watching my child's tired signs or putting him down at the end of his age-appropriate wake window i would suggest yes it is a combination of the two But if you really can't decide, go with the age-appropriate wake window. And you can go on to our Instagram account at The Happy Sleep Company and also download our sleep guides if you're looking for more specific advice and very minute-by-minute, step-by-step advice at each different age when it comes to wake windows. But once you've educated yourself on that, if you're really having a hard time deciding between tired signs and wake windows, go with the age-appropriate wake windows. Why is that? Because some babies don't show any tired signs until they are super overtired, and then that's a problem. So if your five-month-old is up for four hours and then shows tired signs, that five-month-old is probably pretty overtired, and now nap time is going to be a lot tougher. Normally, a five-month-old can handle, again, around two maximum two and a quarter hours of awake time. And so if we're going up to four and then your child's showing tired signs, they're overtired, we've gone past that point of being ready to go to sleep easily. So if your child is not one who shows a lot of obvious tired signs in any given situation, you probably just want to put him down at the end of his age-appropriate wake window. Another very important question that parents ask me is, does the wake window end when my baby actually goes to sleep or when I place him in the crib for his nap? And the reason that's an important question is because parents are thinking, okay, so if I think it's going to take my baby 15 minutes to fall asleep after I place him in his crib, should I put him in his crib 15 minutes earlier than the end of his wake window so that he's asleep by the end of the window, or should I be placing him in his crib right at the end of that window? So again, I'll use the five-month-olds example. If I'm putting my five-month-old down after two hours of Wake time, am I putting them in their crib at the two-hour mark or am I putting him down 15 minutes earlier than that hoping he'll be asleep by the two-hour mark? My answer to that is wake time means the time that your baby wakes up from one sleep until the time you place him in his crib for his next sleep. So we don't want to be putting your child down awake 15-20 minutes earlier than the end of his age-appropriate wake window and just hoping that he'll fall asleep by the end of that window. Why? Because if you put your child down 15, 20 minutes earlier than he's tired enough for, he's probably going to protest at you saying, Hey, why am I in this crib? I was still playing and I'm really not tired enough to go to sleep yet. Again, 15, 20 minutes can make a very big difference to a baby in terms of being undertired, ready for sleep, or overtired. So, When we're talking about wake windows, we're talking about putting your baby into his crib awake at the end of his wake window, not before that hoping that he'll fall asleep in a few minutes, but just letting him go into the crib when he has enough sleep pressure at the end of that wake window to go to sleep easily. So those are some key ideas to get started with when it comes to wake windows. Wake windows are really a great foundation for healthy sleep and a place where I tell parents to get started from day one is focusing right from the newborn stage on wake windows no matter what else is going on with your baby's sleep whether you have an independent sleeper who goes into his crib awake and falls asleep on his own or whether you're rocking your baby to sleep wake windows can really help your child go to sleep more easily in any sleep situation if you get them down before they're overtired but also make sure they have enough sleep pressure for their nap so you're not putting them down too early either so that's the scoop on wake windows. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the Everything Baby Sleep Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company, and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com, for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.